Hey everybody, I'm Eric Obremt, and you're listening to Be Authentic or Get the Fuck Out. We talk about real shit, what's on our minds, and don't give a fuck if it makes you feel a little uncomfortable. So sit back, strap in, and get ready for some real shit. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Be Authentic or Get the Fuck Out. I'm your host, Eric Obremt. I just realized something, we're filming a lot of episodes today, and so like, you're going to see me in the same shit a lot, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> no outfit but, changes? No, apparently Sport. not. I did not think that through. Um, For what it's worth, I was more of a fan of the pink. Thank you. Thank you. We did an episode in the pink, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll get to see that. Um, but anyway, real quick, uh, beginning of every podcast, we get the housekeeping out of the way. We don't have sponsors. Nobody pays for this shit except me, DNM Roofing, and we give all of our money to Roofers in Recovery. So our ask, uh, the Andy Frisella ask, is share this shit. Uh, please get it out there. If, if anybody, if you get anything from it, if you learn anything from it and you think anybody can benefit from it, please share the fuck out of the episode so that other people can gain something from it. Okay. So that's, that's my only ask. So I'm super excited here today. I have brought on David Carroll said that all right. Correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. And owns dope marketing. Yes. Super glad you're here. Um, I think that we, we have both We've both met each other, and, yeah. and we've and we've seen and we watch each other from afar, yep. right? Like, and, and that's just kind of how this fucking industry works, always, right? Yep. Like, we always know what everybody's kind of doing a little yep. bit, but we we've never really had an opportunity to like kind of sit down. We we got to talk yesterday, which was yeah, nice, absolutely. Um, but we've never really gotten a chance to sit down and like conversate, right? And like have a conversation about, yeah, sure. you know, like who you were and are now. Because I'm guessing yeah. from the small amount of conversations that we've had. You are a, probably a fucking handful, handful at one point. I have been known to be a bit of a handful, sometimes two yes, handfuls. Yes, yes, yeah. maybe still are. At times. At times. I have my moments. But I'm, I'm guessing that you've got a somewhat past that, that, that I can relate to. Is what I'm guessing. We we have. Got, I could be wrong. No, I we. Uh, I could be pro- wrong. Probably but probably I mean, more similar than we've discussed, and right. as similar as we think. Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, so and and a lot of people that 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 listen and that watch here are either like in recovery yep. or trying to be better or trying to get sober um, or just trying to be better people. Right. Because like, again, daily, daily just for everybody listening, like I mean. Recovery isn't for everybody. Sobriety isn't for everybody. Yep. But the principles of, of, of the way that you live your life, I do feel are I agree for with that. everybody. I agree with that you know what I mean? Yes. Um, so I would like to, I, selfishly, I want a little bit, know a little bit more about David so yeah. that my audience can get to know a little bit more about David and kind of where you came from. For sure. So uh, I, I, I do this in, uh, in some of my presentations. So I okay. kind of follow suit. Some, yeah, that's some, fine. Some, I'm a data guy. Got um, it. Uh, one of the... The second company I own was a data company. We'll get into that. So I'm gonna give you some Dave, some yep. Dave math. Yep. Um, you go by Dave or David? Uh, Dave. Okay. My, my wife and my parents call me David. Okay. Maybe Eric does too. No, not anymore. Cool. I yep. got you. Okay. Yep. So, um, uh, born in 1985, uh, my uh, to two parents, like most of us. Most of us. Um, three marriages each. I have eight brothers and sisters, one full, but mom and dad had three okay. on each side. Okay. I was the product of the second, and then dad is still on number three. Mom has since divorced. How from. many are you on? Number three. I'm just on one, man. Oh. Somehow. I don't know how. Really? Fifth kid on the way, but only wow. uh, only only one marriage. Yeah. I'm on third wife, only one kid. So I've been I've been together with my wife yep. for 12 years. We've only been engaged for four months. Oh, wow. Yeah. How'd you dodge that fucking bullet? I don't know. It's one of these skill she sets. She must really that I, like you. Apparently. I don't know how it works, really. She keeps it together. For yeah. sure. For me, she is the... 
the box to my my handfuls. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, you're. Good, I interrupt man. a lot. I, I'm an equal interrupter. Okay, all right. Again, we get along very <laughs> yeah, well for right. reasons. So, um, lot of lot of brothers and sisters grew up uh, knucklehead. Um, nine high schools. Took out three student loans to sell weed with. I was counting 17. Uh, at 17 years old, I was counting a million dollars in a hotel room. Um, 21, I was headed to prison because I wasn't that great of a drug dealer. I, we'll, we'll get into more of those yeah, stories yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was in I've had so many drug dealers <laughs> on. Like, I, I, <laughs> Looking around like Dude, seriously, like if you watch any of our episodes, you'd be like, holy shit, he had another drug dealer There's a on lot. and You're another drug magnet, dealer on. Magnet to him. Dude, for real. <laughs> but it goes back to, I think that the best entrepreneurs... Or so drug dealers. I find that in uh, success, we live in a world of cliches. Yeah. So keep your circle smaller. Yep. Watch who you hang out with. More money, more problems, yep. these things. Yep. So I go. I'm 21. I go to prison. I go for four years. Um, got out. And, uh, four? Um, a guy robbed me for 150 grand. I kicked his door, and I hit him with a pistol. Okay. Um, yeah. So it so the actual charge was aggravated uh, assault? Two first-degree burglaries, first-degree aggravated, first aggravated robbery, second-degree assault. Should have been eight years. So they told me I woke up in the hospital because I got stabbed three times in the house. Which will happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I found out I'm knife proof. So that yeah, was good. That's good. That yeah. was good. No, yeah. You guys yeah. get in yeah. a knife fight. Call me. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. should start a course on that. You should. Great. Yeah, you could sell it. <laughs> there we go. Um, so I get, I get out of prison. I'd never really had a job before in my life. I had, right. like, worked at Arby's for a week when I was right. 16. <laughs> uh, I tried to go get an apartment when I was 18. I had right. cash. They're like, no. So I went to a gas station and got a job. This nice guy gave me a job uh, at a window cleaning company when I'm in the half. I transitioned out in the halfway house. Okay. And um, so I, I go back, you know, what, what, um, in the program. You know, I said, yep. sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yep. So I kind of went back to the same shit for like a year, getting out, took another six-figure loss, and was just like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm over this. I'm not yeah. going to keep doing this. What the hell do I know how to do? And I was like, window cleaning. So me and uh, four of my knucklehead buddies walked into Home Depot and bought a 24-foot ladder. It took five of us to walk it out. For any of you that have used a ladder before, yeah. you know, carrying a 24 is not a five-man job. Right. Had no fucking no. clue what we were doing at all. 40-footer, maybe. Yeah. There you go. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Standing up 40s. That was, yeah. Those were fun days. So I, uh, I start the window cleaning company. Never had had a job before, but I'm just like, success leaves clues. Steal like an artist. Um, let's go figure this shit out with yep. how to do it. And so uh, by the third year of the window cleaning company... Um, we were getting, like, some accolades in the home service space, doing, like, getting into, like, public speaking. I had launched another product, like, a proposal tool. Oh, cool. And I just kind of came to the realization, like, I know myself well enough. You know, I'm really bad at a lot of stuff. Yeah. One thing that I'm good at, like, I'm very self-aware. Yeah. And I understand that I saw in business there were things that I re was really good at, and yeah. it wasn't, like, running the day-to-day, -day, doing operations, any of that yeah. stuff. I think yeah. a lot of us can relate to being more, yeah. like, the visionary, yep. needing the yep. integrator. And so for me... We started the cleaning company. Uh, year three, I knew I was going to start phasing myself out. I was like, this is not my passion. This is not right. what I want to do. By year five, I had started my data business, come out with another product, and I was doing some other stuff. Um, we're now in the 13th year of that business. If you think about roofing, I know you guys have a lot of roofers in your audience. A million-dollar cleaning company is equivalent to about a $10 million roofing company because we don't oh. have overhead materials, supplies, yeah, that type of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you think about this, yeah. we, st we hit seven figures in year six, I've been removed to that company for seven years where I don't know our employees, the jobs. Oh, but you still have names. it. Still own it. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Still okay. own it. Yeah. yeah. I, we don't, I don't talk about it very right. much. Yeah, so no, no, no. Yeah. I have my cleaning company. That's still my background. If I smell my hands, I still smell like the window cleaning right. bucket and shit. We do uh, That's funny. window cleaning, power washing, gutter cleaning, and Christmas lights. For all you roofers not hanging Christmas lights, you're out of your fucking minds. Um, we're gonna, we'll talk I've about that. I've heard that. that. Guys, yeah, 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 it yeah. is fucking nuts. We'll talk, yeah, we can get yeah, into that yeah, a little yeah. bit. But 
Uh, holiday lighting, we got into that about six years ago. Great service. That business still runs. I've had my data business for 10 years. I'm a fucking nerd. Right. Spreadsheet, thick glasses, Excel. Like, that is my... That is my universe, understanding right. audience targeting, demographics, permit data, when I ha- like just that's my yeah. jam. And so the data business and my experience in the home service, uh, the home service side led me to dope marketing. Direct mail is fucking hard. Getting a list, cleaning the list up, yeah. doing design, dealing with a mail house, dealing with the automation, yep. the triggers, the tracking. So dope marketing, dope, one, because I say dope 17 times in every sentence, but two, it's data on previous engagement. Mm. For any of the military guys, I'm not military, but it was Eric Wynn. If you've seen, if you've huh. known Eric, uh-huh. Eric, I saw him speak at one of the shows. He's a uh, very de- decorated sniper, okay. did a bunch of tours, like just okay. um, one of the guys, like from the movies. Yep. Eric's like yep. real deal. Standing outside in a dope marketing hoodie, previously to me smoking cigarettes, I was standing outside pretending that I quit smoking cigarettes, <laughs> and I had the red dope hoodie on. And Eric's like, "Bubba, you know what that means?" I said, no, I don't. You need dope for your scope as a sniper. So data on previous engagement. It hit me. I'll never say I came up with this, but it related. So, you know, sometimes the stars just align. So dope marketing was really like, we still consider ourselves a startup, a newer business, but growing pretty fast, you know, on very, oh, this company's opening some doors for me that have been expedited that I'm just so humbled by. And it's really like a compilation or the fruition of my career. Yeah. I'll call it as an entrepreneur for the past right. 13 years. Um, dope marketing was really the Did end Did you result. spend the full four in? Yeah. The full four. So I, I did, I did, uh, I did f- 33 months, got out, was in the halfway house, was paying the chick $100 a night to leave. Some other guys got caught drinking, being extremely fucking responsible. Yeah. So they get busted. They call the people in. I'm gone. I come back in, so I got violated. I had to go back into a seven months. So I did the full four. So you did the full four. What did you learn from that experience, though? Right? So, because I know there's something to take yeah, from man. it that you yeah. implemented into yeah, your life, for sure. right? So for any of you that have been incarcerated, been in jail, know people that have yep. been through it. Um, I've been in jail, just not that long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we all have our, yeah. you know, it's, it's, a lot of people hear you say, like, it's things you got caught for. Let's say, just say I'm lucky I only did the four. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody should go to jail for like a week. So I think the people, I, 100% I think that. the people that stand up early on planes before at their turn oh, should have the option fuck. to go to jail for yes. two nights or lose thirty points oh on their credit, and it'll god. fucking teach them or to walk be past you when you're like, don't get me started. Oh my god, I'm tall. Drives I, I, me. I aggressively breathe in their fucking crazy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I sne- I I don't have to sneeze, but I'll sneeze on them everywhere. Just be like COVID <laughs> everywhere. <Yeah. laughs> oh, sorry. Was that on your neck? Um, yeah. So. The same people that uh, stand up earlier on the plane. I, I think a night or two in jail would do everyone well. When I look at, you know, what I learned, dude, I was fucking 21. Yeah. <laughs> 21. Every day of my life was a fucking rap video before that. Right. The rap video was over. Right. And now I'm Mr. Tough Guy. Right. I fucking got stabbed up, didn't tell. Right. Ugh, get, right. You know, all right. that shit. And I reflect on where I was at. So we have our fifth child on the way. I have a nine-year-old, a six-year-old, a two-year-old, a nine-month, and then one on the way. Fuck me. Stay busy, McCarroll. It's fun to practice, right? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) So um, when I look at, you know, as a father, where was I at in my head? I remember my father would come see me. My father father was around growing up, not complete absentee, but like every other weekend, every Wednesday. Not dad in the household. And so... um, Kind of led me, you know, when you f- reflect on that as a man, as a parent, yeah. you know, why you're on the path. Me and my dad have a great relationship, though. So my father would come see me, and he asked me one day, he's like, David, you know, as your dad, what did I do to make you think it was okay to go get a gun, go in someone's house, and hurt them? Good question. 
fuck, dude. Like, I didn't have kids then. I'm, I'm, I'm in prison. I'm probably 23 when he asked me this. Yeah. And I'm like, Dad, you know, looking back on that, when I was 13, 15, 17, and I expect, you know, if I, if I get into some shit, I'm going to get into right. it. And uh, I just had family out and well, whatever. But basically, um, getting exposed to the things I got exposed to. How'd was, you answer him? I was already so far gone. This is what I told him. I was like, Dad, look. By the time I was at was where I was at. Yeah. There was nothing you could have told me right. in that time. It had to be foundational. It was 10, it was 10 it was, years it was, before that. It was that. too late. Have you yeah, ever seen yeah, The Wire yeah, yeah, on yeah. HBO? Yeah. So in, in, I think it's season four. They go, they're doing the kids and the studies, yeah. remember? Yeah. And they go in and they start at 18 years old. Right. And they interview the kid and he's fucking, tries to stab the dude with the pen in the cell. Yep. He's handcuffed, yep. remember? Yep. Bunny. Yep. And so uh, then they, they take it a step down and a step down and they realize it's in fucking fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. That this foundational stuff. And now as a father, I've, I've sat there and I've talked to my father about right. this. My answer was, Dad, it was, it was too far gone. I, I wasn't there. I wasn't in a place where you could have changed the decisions that I was right. making. When I think about that or when I look about that now as a father of my own and my oldest is a girl, so, you know, that's a different conversation than with your boys. Sure fucking do. Straight up. Yeah. And so the- You got to worry about all the dicks. All, all of them. One. Mine, especially yeah. when I was around. Like, yeah. Keep people like me where away I was at the away fucking, now. Uh, we smell it. We see it. We yes, look at it. And yes. So, the idea is like with with my with my children, what I look at now is how can I put in that foundation? Yeah, hundred percent. Because even when I was in prison, Eric, it was like I wasn't sitting around like this is terrible. I'm missing out on life. I was like, I'm fucking playing poker, going to some stupid class. Not really like it was. It was. Were you what really? Was. That was the mindset that Bro, you had I during was that chilling. time. Wow. I had, I had fucking. Old dudes, I'm buying their meds. We're fucking really? hustling a little. Um, wow. And so, you know, prison is fascinating because if you're a person that's going to get taken advantage of or you can't look someone in their eyes yeah. or you can't, that, that's just going to show more. You're around fucking yes. predators in there. Right. And I was in maximum security. The prison I was in looked like Shawshank, like five tiers, really? 100 years old. Yeah. I mean, like it was a violent offense. Yeah. You know? So it's different than a stacking so. up 50 yeah, 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 or a DWI so, yeah. or whatever. And so for me, it was like, I look back. I'm where I was at in my head at that time. Yeah. And I think about how do I give my children the foundation of how to not make those decisions yeah. to lead. It's that numbness. Yeah. We were talking about it yesterday yep, yep, where it's yep, just yep. like, how do you get to a point where you understand that life is based off relationships? Yep. Decisions have actions, repercussions yep. that you need to understand. Yeah. There are consequences to your Straight actions. Up, like, you can Straight do whatever you want. You are allowed as a fucking human to do whatever you want, but Anything. there will be consequences tied into said actions. All of them. And all of them. Good and, good and bad. And learning <laughs> that and digesting that yeah. and understanding that. And looking, you know, as parents, we always want to look back at like what didn't we have? Or right. what what could we have had or thought about? And for me, it's just like I think about, you know, I kind of took it to some extents that yeah. I hope for a lot of parents, you know, families, whatever, they don't have to go through. The things that I put my family right. through still, I'm still in, in moments, you know, having my, 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 I'm not a big guy on regrets. We make our decisions right. and we live with those things, but, but I have my moments of, today. you know, compassion and empathy towards what I put my family through and the yeah, people around me. For sure. And I just, I think for me, the big thing is understanding from that whole thing, you know, you get out of prison and you don't really think about it. You don't get reacclimated. Yep. But the things that I look at now, you know, 13 years later, yeah. it's just like, how can I take from those moments. Well, I think you know. I mean, you know how. I mean, you know now because of what you had to go through and because of what you did go through and because of the lack of what 
you didn't have in that foundational time. Absolutely. You now know that that is your job as a fucking man and as a 100%. dad to be able to lay that foundation and to be able to have those conversations, whether your kids fucking want to hear it or not, but they're going to hear it so that when they are 16, when they are whatever age they are, they're going to automatically just revert back and go, oh, I remember when dad said that, right? Like, because you put the time in and you're intentional. And I know you, you travel, I travel, like we're gone a lot. Yep. And I know that, I, I, I assume just from based from what you're telling me, that you do, you try to do the same thing that I do in that I'm home for three days. I'm Have going to, to be to, intentional bro. as a motherfucker in the time that I spend with my kid, kids. Um, I don't know how I'd break up time for five fucking kids, but uh, so good for you. 1440, bro. It's the most important number in the world. It's how many minutes you have in the day. And when you look at your exchange of those minutes, you know, yep. we, we, success is cliches. Yep. Your time is your most valuable currency. So when you look at the minutes you have during the day, we as, you know, entrepreneurs, business owners, managers, people are like, look, you have in the morning the time that you can take to yourself. So you wake up before the world wakes up and right. you get in your prayers, your affirmations, your yep. meditations, your exercises, yep. whatever gets you your foundation yep. of the day. You wake up, you give an hour to the kids. Yep. The phone is upstairs, yep. getting them ready for school, getting them out of yep. the house, doing whatever. Maybe you have the pleasure to be able to take your kids to school. Then you got to give them to the world for right, eight hours. Right. And they, all they have is these foundational things yeah. to operate off of. Yeah. At whatever age, it doesn't I matter. That. I got I to, so hate bad, but, letting her go. <laughs> but, but if, you know, and it goes back to those 1440 where you spend them, hopefully if you want to control the atmosphere your child is exposed to, go fucking work hard enough yep. to afford a private school or an atmosphere, a right. charter school that you, you made some decisions to right. put them there. And if yeah. you're not, nothing wrong with it. Right. But yeah, there, yeah, there yeah, are yeah. those opportunities. We yeah, have those minutes. Yeah. And so to split it up between the kids or to chop it up for me, it's that time in the morning for them. I got to give them to the world. We've started practicing something and it just started this year as we're getting a little bit more disciplined and having a lot yep. of life changes. But when I get home, I put the phone on do not disturb yep. from five to seven and yep. it just goes upstairs yeah. and I'm here. I'm present. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in the moment. The kids, yeah. we've taken away the tablets a while ago and they yeah. earn that or whatever, but it's it. like yeah, yeah, yeah. just having something. That's such with, a struggle, isn't it? Bro. Because sometimes so you want to just be easy. like, shut the fuck up and take the tablet. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. You know, it might every <laughs> yeah. once in a while, but it's, it's yeah. the being intentional yes. about the minutes. Yes. Because yes. they we, are also going to remember that. Bro, exactly. They're going to remember and the time that you wanted to spend together and not like, what did you do growing up? I fucking did this. The whole time. And whole dad time. was doing this and mom was right. doing this and they were right. busy and they right. were working. And we all know, like, I just... I don't want to have a regret yep. that when my kids are older, that yeah, I was working and yeah, we have this stuff, but I wasn't there because right. I, I remember what that. That is a like. regret that I fear. I think we all fear it. Yeah. It's it's taking action on our fears yep. though. Yep. Like being able 100%. to say, I'm not going to do this because you you mentioned those things that they remember, mom, dad, grandpa, gra whoever saying. The more minutes you spend uninterrupted and intentional, the more opportunity you have to give your kids those moments of yep. those things that they it's, go through. It's all about moments. It's all about memories. And it's all about lessons. So, dude, thank you for taking the time. Um, the one Absolutely. thing that we always do, though, at the end of every episode is, and I mean, we just went on a great <laughs> fucking rant, but I always, give the, I always give the guests the last two minutes if there's anything that, like, I forgot to bring up or something that was like just on your mind in the back of your neck and you're like, man, I really want to fucking say that. Now's the time I want you to be able to kind of close with any last thoughts that man, Dave we, has. Man, we went kind of deep, man. I think the biggest thing for me is like, you know, understanding that when you, the responsibility you take on as a business owner, yep. it's also your responsibility to manage that, not just for you, for the people around you. And so when you look at those delegation of minutes, 
when you put yourself in a position where people depend on you, your re- actions, yep. reactions, yep. how you're dealing with everything. Reactions. Yeah, bro. Because we're in, we're in a that's, world. That's what you got to remember. We're in a world of unsolvable problems. It's all about, it's all about how you react to situations. Because, 100%. and again, if you go back to kids or employees or whatever it is, they take, they take how you react to situations and then they make that the standard and that okay. We say two things to the kids when they leave the house. What are you going to do today? And how are you going to do it? I'm going to be a leader, Dad, and I'm going to do it by being nice to somebody. Fucking love that. That's how we're closing. Dave, thanks for being here, brother. I appreciate you. Pleasure for having Uh, me, The way that we end every podcast. Remember, everybody, be authentic. Get the fuck out.